Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This podcast was sponsored by Happy Mash. Happy Mash, closing the orgasm gap one vibrator at a time. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club podcast, your go-to platform for all things intersectional feminism. I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and today we're just going to be focusing on one topic, one key issue. And that, my dears, is Channel 7's treatment of reality show contestants. Now, as you all probably know, I am currently putting together a petition calling for people to boycott Channel 7. And the reason why I'm doing this mainly is because too often, especially this past 18 months, marginalized communities such as people of color and also survivors of sexual assault and domestic violence continue to be mistreated by Channel 7 through their lazy journalism and poor casting choices on their shows. So admittedly, when I created this petition, when I created this boycott, I didn't even think about how the people in that Channel 7 bubble, from employees to reality show contestants, how they too are being mistreated by the network. And since I posted about the boycott on my social media platforms, I have received numerous messages from people, from ex-employees to reality stars, about just how bad things really are in the Channel 7 bubble. And last year, Liz Jelly was in that Channel 7 bubble. She was a contestant on Farmer Wants a Wife 2020. And sadly, her experience on the reality series was not a positive one. From the show's psychologist bitching about the contestants to the media, to fatphobic questions for the show's media kits, to the network ignoring trolling and blocking Liz from social media platforms related to the Seven Network. Liz has been through a lot, a real lot, since being on the series, and she has kindly come onto today's episode to share her side of the story of the dark realities of reality television. This is Liz Jelly. So basically from the very start, they were like, it is not like these other shows. We're, we're not going to sort of, you know, this is the real one. And they kept saying that, you know, we're going to look after you. We're going to make you look, we're not going to put you in a box. And the second I got to set, to set, well, you know, down to the Hunter um, and they, you know, there's all these people there and they know who you are and they know what you look like. And so these people kept coming up and going, you're Liz the Celebrant. And they they pull me aside and and get me to say the same things over and over again. And that was my first indication that this was not what I signed up for, mm. that I was already put in the box and that once I was in that box, there was going to be no way I was getting out. 
And all they would do was sometimes slightly adjust the box. Um, so my box was initially, I'm the celebrant that's starting to get married. And then, um, so after the first date, then they were there prodding me going, you must talk about children. So then I was that chick. Um, and it's funny because when you're in the situation at the time, you know that other people are being asked those questions too. So you're like, oh, it's okay. They won't make a big deal about it. But what you don't sort of think about is, that they then leave all of that on the cutting room floor. Mm -hmm. They could have made the narrative about me being like, you know, baby hungry, whatever. They could have made that same storyline about one of the other girls easily, but they just decided to sort of make that my storyline. And you're not a person to them, you're a storyline. And that sort of very much became clear. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to remember now, I think I saw in like a, you did a podcast somewhere else and there was like a psychologist on the show. Was that right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, a male psychologist. And um, he went on a podcast and talked about whilst he was still under, had girls under his care from the next season of Farmer. Mm -hmm. And on this podcast, he said that um, basically people that do these shows um, like us are narcissists. Um, so oh. <laughs> that was really lovely. Oh, yeah. that's lovely that to hear nice about thing? yourself. So lovely to hear about that. I know, it's wow. Quite, it's quite, yeah, it's quite awful. And I don't know mm -hmm. why, like, it didn't seem like it was necessary. <laughs> yeah. No. But, you know, <laughs> thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah. And this is when he still has girls underneath his care. That's from the show. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And so obviously some of those girls, I heard the podcast as well. And, you know, and that doesn't, mm. that doesn't give you much faith in um, obviously then talking to this person about how you're feeling when, you know, you now know that they think that you're quite up yourself. So mm. yeah, it's, um, it is a, it is a real shame. And I think as well, that just sort of goes to show, you know, like firstly, how, how dare they put us in contact with someone like that mm, you yeah. know like who is this guy to say these things about us in a public forum mm -hmm. um and then like you're meant, like this is a person that's meant to be protecting us and looking after us and he's obviously not and it's it's really heartbreaking and it's the sort of I think the misogyny that goes along with the whole show in general because one thing that I very much noticed the entire way along is that the show was about the boys and and the men were treated very differently to the women um and that even continued after the show very much so okay. um so how instance, were the yeah that, yeah so how were the men treated differently the farmers um, okay, so like even things like as simple as like at the cocktail parties and stuff, you know, we're always encouraged to dress up really like fancy and stuff like that. And the boys are there in like, you know, grungy old <laughs> jeans and a farming shirt. They I gotta mean, look country, they gotta look like laid back country guys. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And you've mm -hmm. got like, you know, a lot of us girls would have been more comfortable to rock up wearing, you know, something like that, you know. But no, we've all got to be painted, you know, up little pretty girls on our little instilettos, you know hobbling across you know the the paddock and it's like <laughs> why why is that necessary it's so unnecessary and it's kind of gross yeah and then even just like during the show like 
several um, of the girls, including myself, you know, broke it off with their farm or, or it was quite mutual or something. And then they, ch they changed the ending because that doesn't sell. It's got to be the poor sobbing girl in the corner. Oh, poor me, I got dumped, rah, rah, rah. Mm. Um, instead of it being like, oh, well, here's an adult woman that realised that this guy was a bit of a gaslighter and wait, you know what, I'm out of here. Um, no, we can't have that. We can't have a strong, independent woman. We must have the poor crying girl on the driveway, which is what happened in my case and mm. and I mean it's not a terrible thing I ended up you know having this of, you know half a million people who tuned in or whatever but it was <laughs> like oh come on do we have to make that the narrative that I'm a weak woman like that that to me felt like the narrative instead of being that you know I just sort of stood up for myself yeah there was yeah. times during the show when things happened and you know we'd have to be called to, to ask if we felt safe um in that environment because it wasn't necessarily that safe and it was a bit of a I don't know you're thrown into the situation with people that you don't know and then you then you, you start to think what does channel seven or Fremantle actually know about these people and we saw that in last season where there was a guy a farmer on the show who it turned out did have charges against him that was still pending before the courts now totally innocent till proven guilty whatever mm, but it should yeah. never have gotten to that stage um and I feel, I feel like Channel 7 really dropped the ball there. How can you not have vetted these people a little bit better? Um, because do they, yeah. do they vet the women? Because I can imagine, like, you know, they want to make sure not, not yeah, maybe. I had to... police checks done. They went through all my history. They went through, they found a video of me on mm. YouTube that I had to get taken down. That was not even bad. They were like, it just doesn't look good because people were drunk in it. So they vetted the hell out of me. So, mm. you know, and I had to do, yeah, all the psych tests and stuff as well. Wow. So I don't know. I feel like they vet the girls maybe more than they vet the boys sometimes. I don't know. It's a bit weird. I think it's, yeah, it's very odd. We'll be back in just a moment. But first, I want to talk to you all about today's sponsor, Happy Mash. It's normal to try different things in the bedroom. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to switch things up. In fact, after conducting a poll with my TNWC followers, I found that many of you enjoy trying new forms of play in the bedroom. 45% of you tried handcuffs, 50% of you have tried blindfolds. Now, another fun way to spice things up in the bedroom is also by incorporating sex toys. Sex toys aren't just for masturbating. They can be used on yourself or your partner during sexy time. Happy Mash have a great range of sex toys that can be incorporated during intercourse. This lady startup is dedicated to closing the orgasm gap and has easy to digest information about what sex toys can be used for certain pleasure spots in the bedroom. So make sure when you go to checkout, use the code NASTYWOMAN20 to get 20% off all toys storewide. Happy Mash, closing the orgasm gap one sex toy at a time. Now, back to today's episode. You said to me in the text that there was an incident where, like, they had to stop filming because there was something happening on set or something like that. <laughs> yeah, well, it happened. Like, we had to stop filming a couple of times. Um, just people just getting irate and, and angry and um, lashing out and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yeah, you're just like, of course, down. yeah, <laughs> of course it was, and having to shut down filming, and it's like you know, 
it's just this sort of yeah stuff that's just again just swept under the carpet just swept under the rug um you know your concerns aren't really listened to mm. or anything like that and we even had the producers saying you know I would stop the show and I would leave um but you sort of just sort of felt that you're already in that situation and what can you do um that's the thing the whole way through like I'm not a very compliant person obviously I'm talking to you <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not towing the line here mm. but like when I was in that situation I felt very trapped and like I couldn't speak up and I couldn't get out of the situation and the same thing happened at the end of the show as well you know we finished filming in February um the show was meant to go to air in April and didn't go to air then until like September so there's quite a big gap in between ending the show and um the show going to air so during that time I had like the top the head of people at Fremantle call me and threaten me quite rudely like really threatened me with legal action that if they found out that I was dating Mm. and that I was seeing anybody that they would sue me because it's breach of my contract meanwhile one of the farmers had met a woman and gotten engaged congratulations like totally good for him Mm. yay for him (laughs) sorry I've got some birds going crazy (laughs) that's okay yeah so I'm getting threatened that you better not be dating anybody we can sue you Yet my farmer was found on Bumble. Nothing happened to him about that. Nothing. Because I said to him, what happened? He goes, oh, they just said um, naughty boy sort of thing. And I was like, okay, I get like legal action threatened against me. And to you, it's just like, oh, Nick, naughty boy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. one of the guys is engaged to someone who wasn't from the show. So there's different rules. I can't do anything, but it's fine when the boys do it. That's fine. And in fact, during the show, I could see on my farmer's phone, he had the dating app still on his phone. I was like, what? Why am I here? (laughs) And we all knew this guy was going to gaslight us all at the end. We knew he wouldn't end up with anyone Mm -hmm. and that it was just a waste of our time. And even the producers knew it. And I think that that stage, it just didn't matter because it was all about the show and making him look good because, you know, it's okay if I look crazy or us girls look crazy, but the farmer needs to look good. Oh, Which yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you're allowed to answer this because obviously, like, yeah, all the paperwork and all that fun stuff. During the time then, because obviously, like like you said, they said that they could sue you if they catch on dating apps all that type of shit. When then the show is airing then, like, do you then have to pretend, quote, unquote, like, like, like you're still in the relationship and stuff like that? Like, can like, did they say to you, you have to pretend your I relationship, was, we can see I you. was very lucky because the night that he chose me, the next night was the um, reunion where we broke up. Okay. So for me, it was a one night difference thing. So during the show, obviously I couldn't, you know, say we were together, we weren't together, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, so I had one night. So it was a very interesting evening for me because I'm getting flooded with people being like, oh, yay, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> and the next night everyone's like, what outrage? I can't believe you did that. And I'm like, yep. Wow. And then even, even just listening, like, this is how far, like, the, like, how ingrained in society it is though because on the way to work the next day I was listening to the radio and it's so weird like I'm just driving to work and they're talking about me on the radio and they're like oh yeah well that Liz girl you know um Nick dumped her but you know all she wanted was a sperm donor anyway so this is seriously there's a man talking about me on the radio a man is saying that about me on the radio and I'm like this is the problem with Australia 
this is the problem right here. And then that is totally cool for this guy who doesn't know me at all, just to say that sort of stuff about me. Like just sum me up as a person in this little tiny little sentence that I'm sitting there driving to work, just going, what the Wow. <laughs> like, the audacity, <laughs> the audacity there. Wow. Yeah. And- so, I mean, it's not, it's just, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. This toxic, toxic masculinity mm-hmm. that, that is just all that I'm there for. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So after the show, cause as you said, like, yeah, you got, you got, you would get like inundated with all these messages, whether it be messages congratulating you about a relationship or about their relationship ending, but obviously like you would have been prone to trolling and online bullying. Was the show at mm-hmm. all like helpful in like, you know, making no. sure? No. No, no, no. <laughs> did have no. the fittest resentments, no. So they didn't, so say like during the time, like when you were on the show during that period, like they didn't have access to your social media. They didn't like, you know, make sure. No. They we were banned from touching anything. We were not allowed to touch any social media. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the girls broke it anyway. A lot of the girls, you meant to have your everything on private. You weren't meant to be posting anything, but everyone was breaking the rules. Mm. Um, and they didn't care unless it wasn't the narrative that they wanted out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, another girl and I spoke several times to them about some of the horrible messages that were online um, and, you know, basically asking them to delete them and they wouldn't. And it wasn't until the end when um, we started getting very loud about it um, that they started taking them down. And then this season they did the same thing. So I was going on and tagging them in everything on online and saying, Hey, if I'm one's wife, take down this disgusting comment, ban this person. So they banned me. Wow. They took down my my comments and then they banned me and they left up the trolls' comments. Wow. It's that disgusting. Is disgusting. It's, wow. Yeah, and I, I called them out about it online, but I was like, oh, it's so bad. What I mean, you were trying it, to do is protect it, the girls of this season. Wow, that's... Yeah, because I didn't want them to go through what happened to me. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's awful. It is awful. And yeah. one of the things that I actually just found today, because I was like looking back through some old things, um, yeah. knowing I was going to chat to you about this. And one of the things that came across was a, um, a Q&A that they sent me before it went to air. Yeah. And I've also got the version that Nick was sent because I said to Nick, what questions were you asked? And he sent me his. And then so I sent him back mine. Mm. his were all like you know what's your ideal woman um what's your idea of a romantic date blah 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 mine was like what type of wife will you be gets better have you ever had an experience with gaining a lot or losing a lot of weight and tell us about that experience excuse the final one that really got me was have you had any plastic surgery or are you are you thinking about getting any and can you tell us all about that Wow. So is this the boys audition process? This officially, this was officially from Farmer Once Alive after wow. we'd filmed, but before it went to air. Wait. So <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. So wait. So this was. So this was after filming. This was before it was airing. What was? What was the purpose of the questionnaire? I don't understand. Like, was so it? They have like a media toolkit thingy that they send out. Yeah. So it would have been like a picture of me. It would have been sent out to like you know um, all of the. Um, you know, all of the rag mags that, you know, yeah. write about this crap, like, you know, TV week and all that crap. 
Um, so it would obviously have been like a profile of me and it would have been like, Liz has had her boobs done, which, you know, I haven't, but you know, if I had, wow. unfortunately for them, I replied with the most scathing answers that they'd ever seen. And I was like, I know for a fact that Farmer Nick hasn't been asked about if he's ever put on weight or lost weight. Frankly, it's none of your effing business. What the like I was so mad I was like are you kidding me you're asking me if I've put on weight or lost weight like what is that a story is that a story my weight or is my you know is my plastic surgery any of your business no wow so they're actually putting together PR releases and it will say like oh this person is on farmer once a wife recently they gained a lot of weight it's like what Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And That's... and it was other normal ones as well. Have you ever had a Have you ever heard it had a serious illness? Have you ever like lost a a loved one or something like that? And I was I was prepared for that because they tried to dramatize um like a loss of a parent for me, and I was just like, you are not doing that to me. <laughs> you are not mm. doing that. I'm not playing this game. Nah, so I think that's probably as well when they started to realise I was going to be combative mm-hmm. because I think I was very pliable during the show and they probably really liked that. And then um, when we started to get, get to this stage and I'd been away from the show for a bit and had had, you know, a bit more time. And also Farmanik was a really huge um, help for me in that regard because we actually became friends again after we broke up. Mm. And, and he was the one that sort of validated to me. He was like, these people treated us awfully Liz like he obviously got treated better than I did but he's like (laughs) what they did to us is not okay it is not okay what they've done and it's actually disgusting and he was so disgusted when he saw the Q&As as well he was like I can't believe they're asking you those questions and um yeah it was just bizarre just really weird and I mean, the lack of diversity I mean let's just look at the show I mean they've thrown in a token female farmer this year some of the um, producers are English of, that I had on my year and they said that there's basically laws in um, the UK, firstly around diversity in casting, the mm. fact that there was not any person um, other than, you know, <laughs> blonde and Caucasian. I mean, there was a few, <laughs> there was, you know, a few uh, brunettes in there and then throw in like, you know, one redhead a season, that's all it's allowed. <laughs> it's just literally like... Um, you know, everyone's straight and white. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, like, literally, that would just never be seen over there and having all male farmers just wouldn't happen. And I was very surprised that when they put it back that it wasn't going to be, you know, more inclusive. And I found that very yeah. disappointing as well. And, yeah, it was a bit of a bummer. It was a bit of a letdown, to be honest. I mean, the yeah. whole experience was a letdown. But mm. it made me a bit ashamed to be a part of it as someone who's, like, really conscious of trying to be inclusive mm. and then I was like wow I've just contributed to the problem by being in it which was yeah Aww. obviously not my intention but yeah, that, you yeah. know you get excited you get excited about these shows and then when you're in it you're like <laughs> <laughs> I let me guess I can imagine you've been asked that many times people say why would you even go on the show if they do that blah 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 I bet you've been asked yeah, that a million times. Know, Why would you even go you gotta, on it? you got to remember that my season was the first season back after it was on hiatus for several years. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, like, it was a quite a sweet show. Remember, it does actually have the best track record. Mm, um, yeah. You know, 
obviously not my season. <laughs> um, yeah. Because that didn't work very well at all. Mm. But um, yeah, so it does have a really good track record, which is why I went on it. It's just that I didn't know that with the change of network and the change of everything, mm. that they were going to ruin it so badly. And yeah. I, it's sort of, it makes me a bit worried about this this season coming because if you haven't done your research and you then go on the show because mm. all you have to do is google the show like google anything about past contestants <laughs> and you'll see me talking out, out about it other people <laughs> um and so if you're not reading that and going hmm think I won't go on the show then you got to wonder what reason these people are going on the show for now mm. and that's why I keep saying to people don't be going on farmer thinking you're going to get famous because no one gets famous out of it I think like the most any girls got is like 30,000 followers or something. So you're not going to get famous off it. You're not going to have any amazing things happen afterwards. Um, you're probably just going to be a little bit messed up and <laughs> like, <really> angry. <laughs> you probably just end up like me. <laughs> oh, I have to ask though, because you've been so outspoken about Farmer Wants a Wife and the Seven Network since the show, like, I, how have you got not gotten away with it? I don't. That's not the right wording. But like, how have you been able to speak out about it without like seven doing all this, their threats with like legal action or all that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah. Okay. Very simple answer because there's so much more that I haven't talked about and mm. like um, screenshots I have, the receipts, I've got the proof of all this stuff mm-hmm. that um, and I have been advised legally as well not to keep things in the bank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's why before we were talking about some things, I was being a little bit vague um, because I need to keep those things up my sleeve. God forbid anything ever happened. But at the same time, like that's that same sort of thing has happened in this last season. There's stuff that's happened this last season that no one's talked about because in the background all the time, everyone's going "Mm, class action, class action. But no one actually wants to pull the trigger and do it Um, because it is. It's scary. You think, oh, shoot, what, you know what will actually happen or will anything actually be resolved? And I think that's what it's going to take to have some change happen in Australia and to get some sort of, like the UK have got laws in place to protect participants a bit more than here. Mm-hmm. Well, here there's nothing. There is nothing. And they yeah. they um, they try to bamboozle you with their contracts. I, I, like reading the contract that they send you, it's honestly, it, it might as well have been written in bloody, you know, Swahili. I had no idea what, what was I was signing myself up for because I couldn't understand the legal jargon. Mm. And I knew, I mean, there was bits in it that basically are like, we own you now, we can edit you any way you want. But when they're telling you to your face then, this isn't like those other shows, Liz, it's not like Maths, it's not like The Bachelor, this is the real show, you believe them and they yeah. become your friends. And, like, one of the head producers... Like every time I saw him, because like my name's Liz Jelly. And so he was like, he realized it's like that song, Boo Delicious. I don't think you're ready for this. So like every time I saw him, he would come up to me dancing and, and sing that song, give me a hug. We'd chat. He was so cool. Yeah. And then I find out that after I broke up with Nick, he and these other men and women, probably mainly men, got together and went, okay, so Liz broke up with Nick. We don't like that. She's going to be dumped and totally changed the narrative on me and then kicked me off the show so I couldn't go back. And like the night before the reunion, I got kicked off the show, basically. I was flying down to meet up with Nick again, talk about our breakup. And then they decided that instead that they were just going to make him say he dumped me. So they literally cancelled my flight the night before via text. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
yeah, it was pretty bad. I was so yeah. angry. Yeah, no, we couldn't imagine. Far out. God, how are you, how are you going? Know. How are you going now since all this though? Like, are you going okay with all that drama and nonsense? Yeah, for me, it's all in the past and it's all behind. Um, yeah. I mean, the only reason, as I said, the only reason I ever still talk about it is because I do want some sort of change to happen. And I am, mm. I just know someone is going to harm themselves. Mm. It's going to happen. And, yeah. and I feel like that'll be the catalyst for change unless we can get change happening some other way. Yeah. Um, I can tell you that I was in a really, really bad place. And I know other girls um, from the show were too. And I don't, like, why does that have to be the catalyst for change? Um, exactly. And we don't, we don't want to end up like that. Mm. Yeah, something has to happen now. Something has to happen before this next group of people go through this next series, you know, or the next maths or whatever, whatever show. It doesn't have to be just this show. It's just these shows in general. Yeah. Um, I was speaking to um, oh, a friend that was on another reality TV show. I was talking to her mother off a mm. different network and other show it was a girl off maths. Yeah. And her mother said to me, how have you been? Because she said, honestly, I think everyone else off this show, except for my daughter has had really severe mental issues since the show. And I was like, yeah, it really messes you up for a bit. You mm. get okay in the end. Like it's like, you know, everything's fine and dandy now, but during it, it was really awful. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't want anybody else to feel that way. You know, during this last season, I was talking to some of the girls, and I just, I just be like devastated for them because they felt felt the way that I felt. And when you understand, when you really understand, because you've been there, all you want to do is try and help. So I think that's something that needs to be done. And I mean, it goes all the way back to casting. Even, I mean, they told us they intentionally cast like you know the girls that they think will actually be there for true love and and might actually have a connection with the farmer but then they also just sew in people that are really nasty and bitchy on purpose to cause issues and it's like dude that's not entertaining the entertainment's meant to be watching the love story Mm. I can tell you so half the problem during the show was you know dealing with these people that are intentionally put in there to like make your life hell whose idea of entertainment is that (laughs) I wasn't having fun yeah (laughs) what the hell it was nuts yeah yeah nasty Mm. well I do really appreciate like you talking to me about this because yeah I I hope it wasn't like like re re triggering anything like that because I know it has been a bit so I yeah I really really do appreciate you talking Uh, about all this no problem at all I'm luckily very much alienated from it now it feels like a different (laughs) lifetime in fact most days it's just this weird thing now that's like in my life that (laughs) like I don't even I because I'm a marriage celebrant I married a couple on the weekend and it was just a little elopement and they were like oh um can we take a photo with you after? It's like, yeah, well, I'm your celebrant, yeah, sure. And they're like, oh, no, we Googled you. And um, the girls at work love reality TV, so we'd love to show them. And I think, oh, yeah, that's oh, right. I was on the bless. TV show. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I forget all the time that I did it. But, I'm yeah, mm. it's, um yeah, thankfully, everyone I know of my show is all good now. But, yeah, it took mm. a while to get there. Thank you everyone so much for tuning into today's episode with Liz Jelly. Thank you again, Liz, for speaking with me and 
I greatly appreciate you sharing your story to not only me, but to also all the Nasty Woman Club listeners. If you want to support the Nasty Woman Club podcast and platform, the best way you can do that is by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Also be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Nasty Woman Club. And if you wish to know more information about the Channel 7 boycott that has been organized by the Nasty Woman Club, head on over to the link in today's show notes. Anyway, I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and I will see you all next week for another episode of the Nasty Woman Club. Stay nasty, everyone. We at the Nasty Woman Club pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. We acknowledge that we are on the stolen lands of the Yarraga and Turbul people, whose sovereignty was never ceded.